Booba gobble, Booba gobble. We accept her, we accept her. Yoshi, slimy, freak. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander, we're back at it again tonight, uh, talking about the classic Freaks from 1932. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That was a it's long an time old ago. One. Yeah, but a we good have, one. Yeah, we have gone back, back into the <laughs> archives, literally, figuratively, and literally. Uh, yep. Yeah, so this will be fun. We touched upon this um, um, some months ago, and now we're able to kind of uh, look over it with a different lens and also talk about the bizarre facts that accompany this movie, uh, which many, many say is one of the original horror movies of all time. So uh, real quick in the chat, just to see who we have here as we get started up. Uh, we got Slasher Fred in the chat saying, we will make her one of us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Trenchy. Good old Trenchy is in the chat with us saying, hey, hey what's up? this movie is amazing. Yes. Yeah, yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, we've got Cryptomeria in the chat. Hey, how's it going? Cool topic today. Uh, saying, I love the sideshow. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice, to, nice to have you in the chat. Uh, let's see. We've got... Q wins in the chat saying hello Nightwatch and Corey and Killian this movie messed me up so I'll just listen to you guys <laughs> oh no yeah we got Gorephobe my man Gorephobe's in the chat what's going on man what's going hey, on hey hi uh, and of course we have Eric from Hey Internet Eric here saying if you're not on the edge during that final confrontation in the rain then I just don't get you so amazing yeah. yes it really uh, was man it was yeah. amazing it was mm -hmm. and we've got my man neon black in the chat saying hey, hey. Guys, what's going on man thanks for stopping in thanks for stopping in all right so let's you know let's do this thing man coriander give me give me a quick take of what you think of this movie story-wise it's a basic story but run me through that through your eyes i just loved this movie you know mm -hmm. these this group of people who yet yeah, are unfortunately are in a sideshow their their sense of family and community is like they stick with one another and if you cross one you're crossing them all mm -hmm. so it's it's uh, it's such a great revenge tale and yeah I, it's it's kind of too bad with you know what happened with the director and mm -hmm. all that stuff yeah. and you know, and yeah, it's we'll too bad how, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go deep into that, but I'm just saying that all the, you know, even with what the, you know, the, the I don't know, the actors who portrayed the freaks, you know, yeah. how they were portrayed by other actors, you know, on set. It's just, absolutely. It's, it's sad how society is, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, like you said, it's a classic tale of revenge uh, that happens yeah. at the end. And it's basically 
you know, kind of like a love story. You have these characters.、Mm-hmm. You've got、uh, Frida and Hans, and、um, they're engaged to, to be married, and they're part of、um, you know the circus show. And of course, there's always you know something going on, and you have Cleopatra,、um, yeah. who is basically trying to use Hans after his money. Yeah, after his money. Uh, Cleopatra、mm-hmm. played wonderfully by Olga、uh, Baklanova, but、uh, and of course she hatches a plot to、uh, take him out, to 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 murder him, to get his money,、yeah. and、um, so it's a very basic plot. But for people that have not seen this movie, even though it's a very basic plot, this movie has such a great atmosphere to it. It's a wonderful, wonderful film, and I'm so glad that we got a chance. Um, to talk about it months ago and here today to get much deeper into it,、um, and we have ten facts that we wanted to share with folks. Ten bizarre facts about this classic horror movie.、Um, and before we get to that, just to catch up in the chat,、uh, let's see what these guys are saying.、Uh, let's see. Eric says, "I love how Browning wasn't exploitative with the people and their talents. It was more showcasing them in their everyday life and how they can live、yes. normally. If that makes sense, yes, yes. it does. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's great about this movie because you don't see them perform at all. It's、mm-hmm. all their life after that. And yeah, right. That yeah, was, that was." That was awesome that he did that. Actually, I agree.、Uh, Trenchy said, "Todd Browning is in my top ten favorite movies of all for making this and Dracula, two of the greatest horror films and just films in general of all time." Yeah, he, he was a great director. He really, really was.、Um, but yeah, let's get into a, a couple of these facts, and I'm just going to throw these up here just to、um, uh, have us to have a discussion point with them. And we'll start with that one, Coriander. I'll let you. I'll let you start off with it. Yeah, the MGM cafeteria was off limits to the freaks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think one of the things that was really,、uh, you know, I guess it shouldn't be too surprising,、um, you know, because a lot, a lot of things have not changed in almost a hundred years. But、yeah. um, you know, the performers were not able to go. Into the cafeteria, the MGM cafeteria. As a matter of fact, the yeah, only yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, the only cast members that were allowed were the performers that were much more normal looking, quote unquote, normal looking. And、uh, you know, that's just, it's just crazy to think that it really is.、Um, and and it's just too bad. You you really do feel bad. Really is for these for these folks, just like you do yeah、um, in the movie as well. Um, and by the way,、uh, for you guys that are, are Mad Max fans,、um, you you got your guy right here, Master, who was in Thunderdome. I just want to throw、oh, that out there. Oh, and, nice! And we will be talking about that, that soon. I、yes. didn't know that. There he is, that is Master. Too cool, man. From Master Blaster, you know. He was old. Water Town. <laughs> Holy shit! He must have、yeah. been how old? Because this was in the thirties. Wow, thirty-two. Yeah, yeah,、wow, absolutely. But um, but anyways,、uh, let let's head to our our next、uh, fact that we'll talk about. Our second fact,、um, which was which was really really interesting,、uh, the miscarriages and hysteria, and many people left the theater during the showing of Freaks. One woman in particular claimed she was so disgusted by the film that it induced a miscarriage. 
I mean, can you imagine that? That's ridiculous. She threatened to no. sue because she said it induced a miscarriage. And of course, you know, it, it hasn't been revealed no. if that was proven or not, or if it was like some publicity stunt or whatever. But one thing that is for sure is that many people were quote unquote disgusted by the film because they were not used to seeing people with physical deformities on the big screen, you know? So it just, shocking stuff, yeah. man, shocking stuff. Ridiculous. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, in the chat, Slasher Fred was saying uh, the series American Horror Story yeah, did a homage to freaks yes absolutely that's one of my favorite ones yeah 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 absolutely and uh let's see who else we have here we've got phil's creepy videos hey guys hey, glad to see you phil. both on here tonight i love freaks still have my dvd copy nice and fresh yeah nice. man it's it's a good one it yeah. really is a good one mm-hmm. yeah uh let's see uh trenchy was saying exactly eric he worked the sideshow as a kid so he had an appreciation uh, because he knew their life yeah, and lived that life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he ran away. Todd Browning ran away when he was 16 years old to join the carnival. So he definitely had the bird's eye view in into their life and the way that uh, that they lived. You know, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, Eric is saying, Knight beat me to it with Master and Thunderdome reference. However... <laughs> Well, Eric, you know, it is it is our episode here, Eric. I'm just messing with you. Uh, however, Hans was one of the three members of the Lollipop Guild. Yes, he was. Oh, nice. <laughs> See, I didn't know that one either, so good one. Uh, nice. Flamethrower says, there's a town down here called Gibsonton, Florida, where the sideshow people and clowns retire to and live in. They have old oh, rides cool. and stuff in their yards. Very That's cool. Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. Absolutely. Uh, Cryptomeria is saying that carnies are still second class citizens. Absolutely. Which is, you know, it, it, it's horrendous. And, you know, the a lot story... of us are still second class citizens. Right. I mean, come right. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad and, thing. And it is too bad, you know, because this movie was trying to utilize those themes, you know, the quote unquote mm-hmm. little people versus the big people. And you could see that throughout the whole the film. Normal the normal versus the abnormal. Yeah, you know? I mean, you can see it through yeah. the whole film. It's it's fantastic. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's go to number three, our third fact. I'll throw this one to you, Coriander. The Hilton Sisters' sad ending. Yeah, you know, it was really, really too bad about them. Um, because, you know, when they were on the set, one of the screenwriters had actually run away from them because he was just appalled by their sight. And, um, you know, the sisters, they were in another film. I believe it was uh, in the 50s uh, that they were in, um, but they fell into poverty shortly thereafter. And unfortunately, even worse than that, which, you know, a lot of this is, I mean, it happens to so many people in the limelight. But uh, one of the sisters, I believe it was uh, Daisy, she had succumbed to the flu, uh, had gotten sick and had actually... um, you know, succumb to the flu, and then Violet, uh, the other sister, basically just kind of laid there with her, you know, sister that was gone, and she eventually passed away too. The the, the even worse wow. part about it was is that um, they were undiscovered for a few days, for several days before their bodies were oh, found, man. and um, yeah, tragic ending, very very tragic ending. And even talking yeah. about it, you know, it can really make you sad. You know, it it really can. Yeah. 
Um, but anyways, but I think that's the power of this film is that you really felt uh, for these these performers. And good for all these ones because they're forever on film. So yeah. that's awesome. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see. In the chat, uh, we got the J-Man. Jason's in the chat saying, one of us, one of us. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Uh, Cryptomeria saying, it was a lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah. But uh, let's get to let's get to another fact that we have here. Uh, let's see, um, and that is um, that the film was a commercial failure, which I know a lot of people have heard about this. But you know, you got to remember that Todd Browning he had directed Dracula, and that was such a huge success. Obviously, we still talk about Dracula, you know, and Bela Lugosi, and how fantastic that film uh, is. And uh, but because of the success of that film. Todd Browning was able to have the leverage to do this film, which had been kind of circling around in his mind for a few years um, beforehand. And actually, Hans uh, was the one who kind of had a little bit of the idea to do this movie. It was a little bit of a different story, but uh, Harry L. Earls, who played Hans. And uh, so anyways, Todd Browning finally got the chance to do this film. And um, it, it, it was a commercial disaster for him. It, it truly was and um, ultimately you know derailed his career yeah it did really it really to, sad. like seclusion yeah very very sad yeah absolutely uh let's see slasher fred says if you guys ever watched that movie Spaceballs during the scene when dark helmet is trying to get into his escape pod but there's a bearded lady and she says what are you one of the freaks aha uh -huh. yeah <laughs> yeah yep yeah, it's a great movie, Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spaceballs is oh, a great man. one. Yeah, <laughs> Cryptomeria saying, taking it back from the man, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but also, the next uh, fact for you, Coriander. Here we go. Our fifth, our fifth fact. Schlitzy was a man. Yes, yes, um, a very memorable character in the movie. But Schlitzy was born as Simon Metz uh, and born in the Bronx, I believe it was. And, you know, the studio, the, the studio had billed the character as female, you know, Schlitzy had a dress on and and all of that type of stuff. Um, so it was just one of those things. Another one of those bizarre things that happened with this movie. So many. And um, yeah, just just crazy stuff. But I, I really did love that character in the movie and mm -hmm. and, an, and another side fun fact is that Schlitzy was the inspiration for a 70s uh, comic uh, called I think it was Zippy Zippy the Penhead and um, the, uh, the cartoonist was inspired by Schlitzy so that was that's a, nice. it's, it's it's a lot of cool stuff you know especially if you get to the point where you can research it and find out very interesting very very interesting mm. Um, let's see our next one that we have uh, and we talked about this in the chat uh, that Hans and Frida were real-life brother and sister and you know, I always thought that that was pretty cool Harry Earls and Daisy Earls uh, they were brother and sister and uh, again Harry had the idea for this movie that he had given to Todd Browning and so when he was hired to do the movie he basically said, well, let's bring my sister on as well, which which I thought was mm -hmm. pretty cool. I did like yeah. the interactions that they had. Um, yeah. Very cool. 
very cool. You really <laughs> felt emotion in this movie. Wouldn't you yeah. agree? Yeah. yeah. They all were excellent in their roles, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Especially then, the torso. I mean, the yeah. shit he was doing, that was he was incredible. Absolutely, absolutely. And any of the scenes where, like in this scene where Hercules and uh, Cleopatra... Uh, well, Hercules really was was kind of bullying to Hans, and you just felt so oh, bad yeah. for Hans. You felt so bad for all of them. Um, but but he didn't. He stood up for himself. That was the best part, you know. He did. He so really good did. for him. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we have for our next uh, fun fact. This one is for you, Coriander. Yeah, Prince. Randian? I don't even. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The human torso was carried around set by his son. Wow. That is that is something. And in the movie, like you said, he was amazing, the stuff that he was yeah. able to do. You know, Roll I his really own cigarette, it. which they didn't yes. show. They just showed him lighting it, which was a bummer. I know. Yeah, oh, yeah. that would have been cool. Well, you know, and, and we'll we'll get to that too. I mean, they cut so much of this movie. And some of the humanizing things like that were some of the stuff that was cut out, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. I think they cut out maybe about 30 minutes worth of footage. So it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's too bad. And to think at one point it was, oh, am I maybe taking a fact? I don't know if I'm taking a fact, so well, I won't say anything uh, well, yet. No, okay. no, no. Yeah. All righty. Um, let's see what we got going on in the chat here too. Uh, let's see. Um, Flamethrower was saying, "I want to see the result of Dracula biting the chicken lady." <laughs> Don't give away the ending. <laughs> uh, I almost read all of that. Uh, let's see. Cryptomere said, "Yes, and they were part of American culture. Maybe when it is in a tent, it is safe. When discrimination is reflected on screen, it is uncomfortable. We have it today still. Very true. Very, very I say, true. tough shit, man. You know, mm-hmm. people have to get over themselves. Honestly, it's it's just I agree. crazy. It's freaking I agree. crazy." And Gorophobe says, amazing how the dude could roll a cigarette like that with no arms or hands. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Eric was saying the Ramones loved Schlitzy and Zippy, the pinhead, that they would always have a pinhead character in their music videos, either up front or hidden in the background. Now, that's a great fun fact, yeah. Eric. That is awesome. <laughs> right? Very cool. Uh, Slasher Fed saying there are two alternate endings in the movie. Yes, yeah, and it's and it's so interesting how the cuts happen to the film. A lot of things that are lost to time that'll never be recaptured. Uh, yeah. Eric says this movie shows that it's the normal people that are the freaks or the monsters. Makes me think it may have influenced Stephen King in his works. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that. Yeah. I definitely could see that. Flamethrower saying, I wanted to see what he was going to do with that knife in his mouth during the storm. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. I think that was... Who knows? If you think about it, if he can roll a cigarette, holy shit. Yeah. Who knows well, what he could do? I think that was kind of the cool part about the ending is that you didn't exactly see what was what happened. And it kind of made your mind work over time. And I really... I, the, the Like Eric said earlier in this chat, the last, you know minutes the revenge the last 10 15 minutes 
I had chills. I had chills. So, you know, uh, Cryptomera is saying it influenced me in high school. I could relate to them more than reality. I could definitely see that. I can definitely see that. They, they were definitely characters that you could really look to for strength and inspiration because of what they were able to live with and deal with. And again, I think that's that's the great thing about this movie. It really is. And and there he is right there, the human torso. Um, just yeah. just awesome, awesome uh, characters on film. They really, really are. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get to our next fact here that we're going to pull up. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Our eighth fact uh, that Todd Browning retired in 1939 and he spent the rest of his life in seclusion. And, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of the idea that it was such a huge, I mean, it was a huge commercial flop. They reported that they might have lost almost like $175,000 from this movie. So this was a huge setback, and it really pushed Browning, as, as we read, into retirement. And it's just too bad because he was a very successful director before this movie. It really was. It's too bad. Too bad. Before his time. I mean, if he released this maybe later, Mm -hmm. who knows, you know, but it's too bad, honestly. It is too bad. I mean, again, this movie was was way ahead of its time. And, um, you know, now it's looked at as such a, you know, a a, A a cult cult classic, classic, you know, and and it was, it was revived, you know, and, um, but anyways, yeah, very sad stuff. Very sad stuff. Okay, we're almost there. Let's go to our next fact, and I'll throw that to you, Coriander. Ranked number three in Entertainment Weekly's top 50 cult films of all time. Yes, and and just like we were just saying, you know, this film, um, it it became something very special. I think it was in the 60s that it kind of got revived, and people started to understand uh, what what this movie was was really all about and the message that it was it was trying to tell and I think that it's awesome that today we can look back at this movie again it's almost a hundred years old and we can really give it you know some respect and and, and try to understand and and hopefully I don't know maybe someday we'll all learn you know to be more open-minded and accepting of others who knows yeah, someday i don't yeah. know if i'm gonna be alive to see it but right? i hope yeah Jeez. uh trenchy says i think what's cool about this movie is not that all the freaks are innocent hans is kind of a dick the whole thing he wants to cheat on his wife with the other woman so i like how it shows good and bad absolutely these 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 folks were human beings you know, they had their own personalities and they were real in that sense, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Eric is in the chat saying, well, if you know what one of the lost endings are, then you may know what happened with the knife. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And we won't get into that because, you know, as much as we're talking a lot about the movie, I do want to I want to hold back a little bit from the ending because I think that the ending was such a, like a, a shock and it was meant to be like that, um, even this particular ending that is released. Um, but it's it's fantastic. The other um, variations. I haven't seen the other. Yeah, I've only the, seen. They sound fantastic. <laughs> yeah. They, they, so they, that's they truly sound. Yeah, they truly hmm. sound fantastic. 
uh, let's see, our last fun fact or our last official one, uh, that Todd Browning had nightmares about the cast during production. And mm -hmm. I, I found this to be very interesting because as much as he was open-minded about the performers and welcoming to them um, because of the stresses of being a director and, and obviously with a lot of the cast members, you had to have certain um, you know, ways that you did things a little bit differently because of their, you know, either physical deformities or what have you. But he had gotten to the point where he was so stressed out that he started to have a lot of dreams. He called them nightmares that surrounded the cast and they would just be doing just odd things. So he said that he didn't get a lot of sleep at, at different points of the production of this film. Um, just mm -hmm. s such, such interesting stuff when you, when you think yeah. about it, you know. Right. interesting interesting but yeah this movie is great i mean i think that's the bottom line uh, that I, that i want to say uh, as we had talked about before and you know we mentioned the whole metaphor for class conflict uh the smaller people versus the bigger people i think that um it really rings true throughout the film it really really does and i'm glad i'm very glad that we got a chance to talk about it before and now we're reinforcing that and i'm just hoping that more people can find this film uh, i think yeah. that's that's my biggest hope that if more people can find this film slasher fred made a really good comment in the chat he had said that the movie was featured in bravo's 100 scariest movie moments and i wanted to piggyback off of that because i saw that show um the scariest movie moments but i had never seen freaks so that scene especially you know the one of us scene which is the, one of the most famous scenes it had always been in my head but i never knew the context i had never seen the movie and i'm so glad that i did you know i'm, I'm nice. really glad that i did very very cool yeah that is um neon black saying i need to watch this one great stuff guys absolutely yeah you do yeah you gotta see yeah. it uh gore It'll blow you away yeah, Gorephobe is saying you gotta see it as well, man. Seriously. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's streamable, you know, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but definitely check it out. If you if you have any questions on how to find it, definitely throw a comment and and get in touch with me, and we'll, we'll be talking anyways. Uh, but yeah, let me know, and I'll help point you in the right direction because this is a great film. It really is. And Cryptomaria, Cryptomaria is saying the same thing that it is a classic. It it truly is. Yep. I love the story. I love the characters. We didn't talk about all the characters. I really enjoyed uh, Frozo. He was a cool character because he was kind of like the, he was kind of like the comic relief, but he was also just really, he was just really cool, you know. Yeah. And I really, I really enjoyed him. Uh, we didn't really talk too much about um, the Hilton sisters, but I thought they were really cool. Uh, and it was yeah. interesting how one was, one was married and the other one was getting married and how they were yeah you know just talking about how that works out um very cool stuff um and you also had mm. venus um and she was actually she was actually one of the 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 normal looking characters who was very very respectful and cool to the quote-unquote freaks and i thought that that was really really neat to see that yeah. because she was very cool As a matter of fact um, she she had talked to uh, Frida earlier in the movie, mid midway through the movie, about what's going on with Hans, and basically was trying to you know help Frida out. And I thought that was really cool. You know these characters. This movie only runs, uh, I think, about seventy minutes, sixty five minutes, seventy minutes, 
And even in that short amount of time, you really get a sense of these characters. And for me, I got attached to them. Um, that being、yeah. said, last thing I want to throw out there is that this film was cut immensely because originally the movie was 90 minutes. So it's like 20 something minutes, 25 plus minutes that was cut out. And like we were talking a little bit about earlier, some of the humanizing moments. For these characters, like you said, when the human torso showed how he actually rolled the cigarette and a little bit more、yeah. dialogue, you know, and obviously,、uh, you know, the violence that was、uh, exacted upon Cleopatra and Hercules that was cut out because people back then they just weren't ready to see any of this stuff, man. They yeah,、weren't. they sucked, man. <laughs> they did a lot of them. It ruined it. I mean, well, to think there was an uncut version. There was an、yes. uncut version that was played,、yeah. and ah,、uh, if only it was still available. I mean, damn. Lost the time, as far as from what every everything says. So, oh, I'm sure. Jeez.、Yeah. Eric says,、uh, "What makes the scene in the rain so scary and intense is that it's almost no dialogue, all music, sound effects, and mood." Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, absolutely.、Uh, Cryptomeria saying, "Look at it like reality TV with a fictitious plotline." Good point. I like that. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Eric was saying,、uh, "Frozo was great because he was normal and treated the freaks as if they were normal as well. No difference in between them." That yeah, I really enjoyed his character. I really, really did. Every time he was on screen, I just like ah, Frozo. You know, so <laughs> very cool. But yeah, anyways, we're both. In the same boat, of course, we're both saying that this is a fantastic old school movie, an old school horror movie.、Um, and if people have not seen it, they really should check it out. It was very, very good, very, very、yep. good. Still holds up. So, but、um, for you guys in the comments, I'm sorry, in the chat, please leave us a comment. Let us know about some of your favorite moments in the film. Uh, or favorite characters or themes that were throughout this movie, which there were so many.、Uh, again, that's another thing that gets me too. It's a very short film because of the cuts, but there's、yeah. a lot of stuff going on. You know, there is. It's jam packed.、Uh, but yeah, yeah for you guys in the chat, let us know what you think in the comments. Leave us a like to help support this video would be much appreciated. And、uh, we'll catch you guys next time. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you're the night watch. Peace out, guys. Take it easy. Up, Chinch.